Now, I don't know if you can say we are officially in a recession, but the talks of recession are here. They're near and dear to us. And with that being said, whether you want to say we're in one or we're very close to coming to one. Right. Does that impact your investing efforts? Welcome to the Clear in the Air podcast with D and Q. I'm D. And I'm Q. Hey, man. Six months into 2022. And we are looking at where we currently are with investments. For those who don't know, this would mark the third investment podcast that we've done. Just to be very clear, we are not proclaiming to be experts. We are regular guys just talking about it. Initially, we did invest in 101 where we were just really kind of talking about very elementary things. Do you invest? How do you invest if you do so? Are you around people who invest? What is your basic knowledge of investing? Types of investing. That's kind of where we went at. We had our guys, UDA. We had those guys on Urban Digital Assets. And they really kind of broke down some different things. Broke down crypto for us. Broke down the blockchain. Broke down NFTs a bit. Just so many things. I mean, we could have talked probably for three hours. Right. But um, I think we went about an hour and a half, close to two hours, something like that. But and that was that, that was the first show of the year. We broke. We, right. Yeah. Right. Broke so, in the new year with that. Exactly. And so, you know, I know we say we clear the air, but it's some things that you can never officially clear the air on because it can continue to be a topic, continue to be, or requires follow-up. So in this instance here, we wanted to look at ourselves, kind of look at where things are as far as the market is concerned, to take a look at things and say, okay, where are we at now? Where are we at as a country, as a world? Where are we personally? And again, getting those conversations started so that if we are not well-informed, we can put ourselves in a position to know more. So where are we currently? What's the climate of, invest, of the investment world right now? Well, many would say that we are in a bear market right now. Okay, what is a bear market? Bear market is essentially where prices are going down and we are encouraged to sell so we don't lose money and we're going to talk about this a little bit later but if you put any money into crypto you probably what you put in if you did anything in 2021 or 2022 you probably have lost money now what i do want to say briefly before we go to the next thing is this is many of the Many of the people who are, whether you want to call them investing gurus or people who have been doing it for a while, even UDA told us this, their, their people are used to not becoming so emotional and scared behind it because really and truly it's two things with investing. The long game, but also knowing 
or having an exit strategy? When are you going to exit that project? So those are just some things to briefly touch on. Now, I don't know if you can say we are officially in a recession, but the talks of recession are here. They're near and dear to us. Right. And, with, and with that being said, whether you want to say we're in one or we're very close to coming to one, does that impact your investing efforts? Probably so. I think so, man. I'm not, I'm not that big into it already. So if we moving into a recession where, you know, economy's kind of murky, unemployment, uh, wages, things like that, all that stuff is going to affect our economy. I don't know if that's going to make me more apt to, uh, invest, but I don't know. I would, that, at that point that would, I would talk to people who are, cause that might be the time to do it when it's low. That might be the time to invest. I think I'm at the point where, I, where, you know, I would, I would be more comfortable if I were to ask somebody who was more, you know, in the game like that and get their thoughts on it. But if it was just up to me, uh, yeah, I would probably fall back on it. But again, it's all about the education, man. If, you know, if they saying it's a good time to get in, then who knows? So. I don't know who you talking to. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, again, we could talk to UDA, we could talk, you know, we talked before, um, you know, I have, several friends that are that are heavy deep in uh investments i mean uh well yeah investments stocks crypto mm -hmm. uh, real estate all that stuff so um yeah i would just kind of reach out to them and 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 see what they think um i've I'm, i've been i have been meaning to do that anyway so right. because you know if you just hear the stuff you're going off on tv it sounded like <laughs> That whole world is just crashing down. Right. So uh, it, it will just be, and I'm, I'm going to be interested to see the feedback we get from this episode. So let's, uh, let's look at something really quick. Bloomberg is saying, Wall Street says a recession is coming. Mm -hmm. Con consumers say it's already here. Okay. So let's, let's define what a recession is. Uh, a recession is a period of temporary economic decline, which, yes, we can say that's what we've seen, during which trade and industrial activity are reduced, generally identified by a fall in GDP in two consecutive quarters. We are. We are. Right. So we're in the, the first month of the third quarter, right? Yes. So we are in the third quarter. So you could officially say, you could officially say that we are in one. Now, let's go back for a second. I was looking at a post and some tweets by the homie Wall Street Trapper. Now, mm -hmm. those, those who don't know who he is, Wall Street Trapper um, has been in the game for a little while. He is very knowledgeable, teaches classes, has, you know, seminars all these different types of things to educate so again like you say having the knowledge is, is, is everything because there's people out here that can give us that knowledge now what i will say is what you said is the truth 
now really is the time to buy. If you're looking at it from a long-term standpoint, now is the time to buy because like Wall Street Trapper says, I'm going to get it at a discount. Right. And so if you're looking at it from the standpoint of what investment can I make that's going to make me money in the next month or so, and how can I become, you know, can I get rich off of the investment I make maybe long-term right now? No, because we are looking down the barrel of a recession. So in this case, this is the time to buy, especially if you're saying you don't have a lot of money to invest in. Now, I'm saying that, and I have not bought anything. Let me tell you the reason why. And this is where the education comes in. You also want to know where it's best to put your money at. Just because there's a discount, this is like saying if you go to the store, everything that's on discount or on sale, you're not going to buy. Right. So if we apply that same mentality to any type of investment, it would make sense. I'm glad you said that, though, because I feel comfortable reaching out to Urban Digital Assets, also known as UDA. I also feel comfortable with Wall Street Trapper and some of the things that he's saying. But a lot of people are basically saying now is the time. And, I, and I, again, I looked at a particular kind of a back and forth that was taking place with Wall Street Trapper online, because what happens is he'll say something and either people who either don't agree or people who just aren't knowledgeable enough and they kind of go off the emotions of the of investing and not having the knowledge, they will say certain things. And you got to pay attention to that because that's how you learn, because right. you might even feel those same ways that the people feel. You're just not going to put it in the comment section. But once they put it in the comment section, you can say, oh, shoot, he can raise spit game. And shout out to Wall Street Trapper as well, because you got to look at it like this. Some people don't respond. When you see people going back and forth with the person who made the post, you might want to pay attention because you might learn some game right there. Now, another thing that I know we talked about with UDA was crypto. You know, our boy King Sheen. King Sheen. He was on it when he was talking about, you know, crypto and how long he's been in the game. And we were just blown away because we didn't even know it existed as long as he was talking about it. Right, right. And he was talking about early, like, <laughs> what did he say? Over 10 years ago. Yeah. What is, when what they did had the ATM. ATM, yeah, the ATM. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, so, was, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was real interesting. So again, him and Ray, Ray sit there and tell you he spent countless hours a day studying mm -hmm. the stuff. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense if you cast that studying stuff for hours and hours at a time, you feel comfortable reaching out to somebody. Um, right. shout, out, shout out to UDA as they do have a Facebook group. Which right. I can't remember whether we joined or not under clearing the air. I think yeah. you did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we did. And then for y'all that don't know who and what we're referring to, it was our very first episode we dropped this year. And it was with the guys, uh, Urban Digital Assets. So that those are the names that we're, we're uh, talking about.
So if y'all want to go back and check that that episode, y'all should do that. Crypto. It's clear that we are on a decline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we, we it was on a decline when we when we talked about it last time. Right. And the big thing was OBJ. We talked about Meek Mill too. Meek Mill, yeah. Because everything was a Dogecoin was the was the popular crypto mm-hmm. then. So yeah, we talked about Meek Mill. We talked about uh Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, yeah, we could. But that was the Bitcoin. That was the Bitcoin. Well, it was, it was, it was, it was Bitcoin, but it also was like we talked about. That was when the NFTs came into play mm-hmm. because we were saying, "Listen, if you want this football, <laughs> we're right. gonna make it as, a, as an <laughs> NFT. You can come get it on the blockchain." Right. So. Right. 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 But right. um, yeah, man. So I, I, we kind of answered it with the crypto, should we still invest or would you still invest? I would say, I, bro, I probably would, I would probably invest in something that was, that was crypto because of the prices being so low. So you could literally do $20 a paycheck if it's at a a penny you know, or, or, you know, a couple pennies or something like that. But again, what it all boils down to is doing your homework on knowing what to invest in. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think right now is the time to have, to start talking about an exit strategy because you're buying in the, at the point of a discount. Right. So you, you need to see, some gains first and see the traction that this thing could particularly make. Right. So you know what, bro? We got homework. We got some homework. Because six months from now, when we hit 2023, this will be a good thing to say, all right, what did you invest in? I think that's also a way for us to learn. Right. Sadly, so you could lose money. But just think about it. There's ways where we probably could cut here, there, and could put it into an investment and see how it goes. Because again, you could always put your money and put it into a new project once you've realized, hey, I've done my homework on this one. I did this one blindly, but I did my homework on this one. Let me pull out, switch it to this project. Let's, um, because we talked about the episode we did, but let's kind of refresh people on the first episode when we did about investing. So when we talked about our personal experiences, you know, how we, what we think about investing as a whole, what have we personally invested in? What do we plan on doing? So let's kind of, let's, let's rehash that a little bit. When you talk to us, because I think you really kind of kicked it off with talking about the how do we say kind of the misconceptions or right. So you kick it off. Talk to us. Right. So I, I, I thought that, um, you know, I think the, the initial thoughts about investing was more so like stocks. So that was kind of, it was all about stocks. Right. And, um, but now of course you got the cryptocurrency. Now you got the NFTs, things like that. So, me personally, what I was saying was my investing 
experience was rather limited because I just, I'm not very, mm, how can I say? I'm not a risk taker when it comes to money like that. You know what I mean? I don't gamble. Um, and, you know, I don't act impulsively. Not saying that you can relate that to investing, but I just don't. Um, but I also was saying that because I'm in a position financially to where I can afford to take some risk and, and I would like to do so. Um, so that was my outlook. And I was talking about several, uh, you know, I have a lot of friends that, you know, are, you know, heavy into investments and things like that. So I kind of was just leaning on them and getting information on them. I was talking about the good, my, my boy, good friend of mine down in ATL. He's, he's all about um, investing in things. Um, and it could be, you know, it could be, you know, some it may be like a rental property, but it also may be like an idea. And if it pops, he, you know, he may front some of the money, but he may want a percentage of the company or whatever. You know what I mean? So um, I kind of looked to him and pick his brain on stuff like that. During the pandemic, I did invest in a company that I believed in. It was a uh, company that I believed in. I saw actually from fruition, R&B only. And uh, yeah, I invested in them. And so I'm just trying to wait and see, you know, what that's going, what that's going to do, what that's going to be like, but that's about it, man. That, that's, that's been my experience. And then, you know, talking with UDA and, uh, you know, they, they giving us game and trying to explain this whole thing. And it still was sounding like a foreign language to me, but they definitely made it easier for me to understand. But now that I see a lot of this stuff is crashing, or depreciating, all that, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that's just kind of where I'm at, where I'm at with it right now. But uh, I did, I me investing in that 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 company that I did, I thought that was big for me. And again, I did my research on that, and I invested an amount that I was comfortable with. So if I lose it, I was okay with losing that amount. Gotcha. But again, it was something that I seen from its inception. So you know what I mean. So I and now I saw I saw the vision. I saw I saw it in its inception from its inception, and I see where it is now. So I can clearly see the progress they've made since they've started. Correct, correct, and that helped me personally. You know what I mean? Because it ain't something that someone else is telling me right. you know i saw that on my own so that that's my investing history so another thing we talked about from the first one was just the misconceptions and one of the misconceptions was i don't have enough money to invest that was one of the things that i thought you had to be your income level had to be a certain place a certain level in order to do so Correct. which which also tied into culture it wasn't a it wasn't a common thing for people i was raised by or grew up around correct who even talked about investing you're talking about people who may have lived check to check you're talking about people who may have even been on government assistance and that's no shade. That's not, that's not everybody that I was around, but that was some of the people I was around. And so when you're thinking of survival, 
you're not thinking of investing in things. You're not thinking of investing in certain ways other than I invest in the grocery store so my kids can eat. Mm-hmm. You know, I invest in transportation so I can get to work. Outside mm-hmm. of that, we cut the deck. So, and then that's when we begin to talk about people who really have helped shape certain things in regard to our mindsets. And that's why I shouted out Wall Street Trapper, shouted out a few other people from an investment stock standpoint, definitely Wall Street Trapper. Crypto, I mean, we had UDA, we had those brothers and so many other people. And so that's what also made it kind of an encouraging situation is when you see people who look like you doing certain things. It's, it's And it's not a racial thing. It's more of a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Not to say that we should be ruled by culture, but culture does play a part in who we are, uh, what we listen to, who we listen to, the confidence we have to do certain things because, hey, you look like me. You were raised in a similar fashion that I was and you did this and it worked for you? Oh, bet. Okay, cool. Then I'll, I'll co-sign with that. So what I will say for me, things I've personally done At the end of last year, I started, my wife and I, we started, at the end of last year, we started a Roth IRA. Okay. Okay. And with the Roth IRA, you can put up to 6,000, I believe it is a year, between the two of us, 12,000. Now, what I can say is this, and I didn't even realize I was doing this. I am essentially putting money up into that and I'm not losing money, which I probably should be. But what happens is I've never turned on, like I've never said, okay, invest in this or invest in that. So as it stands right now, my money is just sitting in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I'm happier with that than I am with it just sitting in the bank. You say, why? Well, if you sit it in the savings account, you're talking about what, 0.01% interest that you'll gain. It's not really doing doing much of anything. But also, and this was a situation I saw that happened. I think, not that I have this type of money in the bank anyway, but I think Soldier Boy, he had a situation where he went to go get, he wanted $100,000 to take out of the bank. They only gave him 30,000, bro. Hmm. And the story behind that, well, the story behind that is, and a lot of us don't notice, and this is the education that, you know, when you start learning banking systems and certain things, well, so, bro, they take and invest our money. Right. They take and invest our money. And so what's crazy is some of the same stuff that we're talking about, like investing and putting your money into insurance so that you could be your own bank. Shout out to, I think my man, Tyler Jacobs, Dr. Tyler Jacobs and Derek Grace. Okay. But you have those as options. You also have the option to say, okay, if if this is going to work, you know what? Maybe, maybe the bank will invest 
into some of the things we're talking about. And they have, they have big money to do it. And so your money's not available right now because we're currently investing it. But again, that's why your boy Soldier Boy wasn't able to get all his bread out. And he was hot. He was mad. Didn't understand what the deal was. So that's just, again, some knowledge that I know I would have never imagined if I wasn't hip to the game and taught that myself. So what else? Was there anything else that happened during that that we... I know you were, didn't, uh, well, don't you invest in some coins? Didn't you have like, what was it, Shiva or Shiva, Shiva? So my son did, and based off my son doing it, my wife did. Okay. So so they did Shiva anew. Yeah, I forgot about that. So they did Shiva anew. Right. <laughs> I get my wife did a hundred just just to give a practical example. Right. I don't I don't know where it is now, but she did hundred and fifty dollars, and I think we just stopped. She just stopped checking it, but I think toward the end of last year that thing was down to like half of the money was gone. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing that I am currently a part of and doing is. Uh, not Robin Hood, Acorns. Acorns. That's another thing. So what I like about Acorns is that it's it's thoughtless. I do contribute a certain amount per month, but then you also have the opportunity to grow that by referrals. So if I refer three people in a week, they may slide me 300. They might slide me 700. Excuse me, if I do, you know, that's just, it, and, it's, and it's a good, and it's a good thing because honestly, the way they do it is they do it with ETFs. And with the ETFs, it's it's kind of a, you're, 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 it's stocks, but it's not all one stock. It's kind of like a mix of different stocks. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can decide whether you want to be super aggressive you can, you can decide how your aggression, aggression level is in regards to how you're investing. Uh, but I really like it because at the end of the day, it's quote unquote minimal money. It might be 20 or $30 a month that's being invested, but I'm doing it. And again, for yourself and myself, newcomers, people who just started investing in the pandemic, you know, you might lose some money, but when you're not talking about a lot of money, even though it might still scare you, you can say, okay, okay. But I've also seen this thing go up, Mm -hmm. stall, go down some, stall. So I'm okay. What we talked, based on what we talked about earlier today, I'm okay knowing that I might lose a little bit of money. But we're also not talking about, I'm not losing my mortgage, you know, I'm not, and I think, and I think that's where the fear comes. And that, that was the other thing we talked about was the fear. Yes. Because I'm going to tell you why, because I, you know, and I know I mentioned the word gamble earlier. And if you use that in a literal sense, when you hear like people having gambling addictions to where they're willing to spend the rent money, the mortgage money, your car note money, your 
Bill's money. You know what I mean? Just to gamble some more, play one last hand or, you know what I mean? So that's why that was the, the uh, correlation I was making with gambling and investing. Mm-hmm. And, and so like you were saying, it is that fear, but again, it's also that comfortability factor as to where, you know, okay, I'm willing to invest. Let's say this is extra money that I have, and it's not going to affect my bills. It's not going to affect my family. It's not going to affect the kids. It's not going to affect, you know, anything around the house. I just have this extra money. Okay. Let's do something good with it. Instead of maybe just putting it in the, in the bank, you know, in the savings, let's invest it. You know what I mean? So I, I think, you know, that, that, that fear is definitely big, definitely big. But like you were saying before, you got to get to a point where, you know, where you get comfortable, man. You know what I mean? Again, if, if, if that's how you was raised and you was taught, you know, to take care of home first, you may not, you know, be willing to take that step out there and, and invest. But, yeah, you know, now that we got people, like you said, that look like us that's doing it, you know, that, that comfort, comfortability factor is there now. Yeah, it's a lot more chances for it to be there, which leads me to my next thing. This is actually, <laughs> this is, I, I'm not, I'm going to just, I'm going to just talk frank. So real estate, I think when, if you're going to talk about investing, you have to talk about real estate. And there are so many different people that are doing it. You've got your Grant Cardone's, you have your Julian Gord. There's several females that I see online that I follow that are doing it and they're spitting game, bro. There, there's another person oh, from UDA. So Coach Burkett. Right. One of the things that I love seeing him push is the mobile home. Mobile homes, correct. And one of the reasons I do is because, you know, I live in a mixed neighborhood. And I will say growing up, mobile homes do have a certain stigma. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that. Right. Okay. And I never forget. I, and I think we may have talked about this on the last um, episode, but I'm just going to briefly say it and then hop off of it. So... I commute to work, what is it, over 100 miles a day. Mm. And you know Rundle Mills. One day I just was looking on Zillow. Not to say that that's the best place to look for homes, especially if you're trying to get a deal. But I was looking on Zillow and I saw a mobile home. And the first thing first it threw me off because I was like, where is this mobile home in Rundle Mills? For those, you know, may or may not know this area, but pretty affluent area in Maryland. It's halfway between Baltimore and D.C., all right? It was like $80,000. I was like, not super expensive, maybe outside of my range at this point, but maybe not. I didn't really do much with it, again, because that's really outside of my zone at all. You're talking about a mobile home, although the area is exactly where I would like. And I begin to think, hmm, is this a verbal 
Airbnb type situation <laughs> that, you know, if I'm not staying in it, because I'm looking at it for two ways to help with my commute, you know, so that it's not so heavy on my car, the commuting on a day to day basis, but also when I'm not staying in there, it's in a good area. Is it something that if those hotels are a bit too much that someone might say, you know what, I'll stay there. It's nice. It's decked out in there. I'll right. stay there. I'll, 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 I'll do this. I'll try this, you know, again, try to get over the stigma. And right. I am more than willing, especially after seeing coach Burkett kind of kick the game, get over the stigma because he's telling you how to make money with mobile homes. Now, again, I think real estate also is another thing that's very intimidating because you start to think about going through the closing process and do you have enough money cash in the bank to be able to do X, Y, and Z? We're not going to get into it because there's so many different ways, wholesaling, all these different things that people are out here saying to do what we do know. And this is a fact is that most and the majority of people who are wealthy have a certain level of real estate. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I just want to really encourage us all to just jump out there and do something. Obviously learn, do your homework, do your research, but we got to jump out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> real estate. So I don't know, man. I just feel like you either have it or you don't when it comes to real estate. Um, shout out to my boy. I want to shout out my boy, Tim. He killing the real estate game right now. Um, he was working for the government. I don't know if he's still doing or not, but, um, yeah, him and, uh, him and, uh, his, his lady, man, they, they, they killing the game right now. They're Sorry. killing the game right now. Every time I talk to him, he in a different city doing something, or buying mm. up some property or, mm. or, um, Re, re, what's it? Re Rehabbing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, he 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 killing the game, man. And I, I, you know, I don't I don't really have that gene with the real estate, <laughs> but I admire people that do because I know the uh, the potential is there. Um, so, so yeah, he killing that. See, I feel like I feel like that could be a transition for me that I would love. I mean, and not see everybody looks at it from the from the financial standpoint of what you what you could make and all of that, I think it's the process of things. Uh, I'm share this and then we're gonna we're gonna clear the air. But one of the things that for me, I get excited when I see when I'm driving and I see stuff being built. I don't know why, but I get excited about stuff like that. Now I find myself when I'm driving, I'm looking to see certain things. You know, I'm okay. You know this house for sale, you know, just paying attention to stuff like that. I definitely say, and because it's close to what I do for a living, I feel like, and, you know, as a property manager, it's definitely something I can get into, even if I got into it on the end of just managing your somebody's properties, you know, helping them with the process once you've rehab and done whatever and you want to put somebody in there hire me as your property manager that's what's up 
Yeah. And and that that's the biggest thing. Cause I think my biggest thing with real estate is I just don't want to deal with people. I don't want to deal with tenants, <laughs> bad tenants. Yeah. But everybody says, man, just hire a property manager. True. Cause it's part of the game. It's right. part of the game. Right. Right. That's clear to air. Uh, I think, you know, as a six month follow-up, yeah. we've talked about where we are where the market is and where the world is. And I think it's also very good to be honest. I think we're not honest a lot when it comes to stuff. And so therefore we don't take steps with things because we're not honest with ourselves. If you're scared, say you're scared. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and when you're looking at a, a bear market, it does make you afraid to invest. Right. When, you, when you're talking about recessions, it does make it, you, you say, I want to keep all my coins to myself. Right. And that's okay. I mean, that's like a natural reaction, you know, it's a natural instinct. Yeah. So, but I do, I do, I do, we do want to still encourage people to invest. And right. there's, there's so many different ways that we can invest. You can invest, like you said, and I like that you presented this as an option because we don't typically look at this as investing, but investing in an idea that someone else has. What if someone else decided to start a business during COVID? Shout out to Ellie Talks Money. She started a business in COVID with her stimulus. Ellie Talks Money started a business with her stimulus in the midst of the pandemic. She was going through a divorce. I believe she has four children. Bro, you talking about a six, seven figure business that she has. And so I think also when we talk about here, this is how we, this is how we clear the air. When we talk about investing, invest in you. Invest in you, whether you're changing jobs, whether you're starting a business, whether you're starting a side hustle, yo, invest in you. Hey, D, invest in you, bro. <laughs> invest in me. We have something to offer, and it may not be a six or seven figure business, but it's something that we have to offer. And we need to invest in ourselves so that we can invest in others. I got something too. Since we're going to clear the air, I'm going to put us both on the spot. So what do you, where do you see yourself? What do you see your, what do you envision, envision yourself doing in the next six months in regards to investing? When we have this year episode, we can look back and say, you know, six months ago, I said I was going to do this. So you go on, you know, check yourself and say, hey, did I do this or what? Did something happen for me if not to do it? Or why didn't I do it? So Six months from now, what do you see yourself? Four things, four things. NFTs, I was obsessed with them very early on. I've kind of slacked up on it. More study on NFTs. I have, I have, I think I have a, a, a decent basic knowledge of NFTs and where I believe they're saying NFTs will take us, but NFTs. I want my Acorns account to be at $1,000, so I would like for that to grow i would like to i might be reaching a bit but i would like to take another step towards real estate whether that's learning more or or, or doing something financially to invest in real estate lastly my roth ira i put a very small amount towards it i would like to increase it it would be nice to double it or be in a position to where I can take and just, oh, I got an extra $100 here. Boom, let me throw that to that. 
So those are the four things for me. How about you? Um, I think I got three. The company that I've invested in already, I would maybe like to increase it by the end of this, well, this next six months. In addition to that, I would like to maybe invest in something else, whether it's an idea, whether it's a, a business, you know, whatever. I would just like to invest in something else and not just have that one. And I think the third is kind of like you. Um, I would like to increase the amount that I put away uh, every month, you know, with my retirement and stuff like that. So I would like to increase that amount. I don't know <laughs> where I'll be as far as like crypto and NFTs and stuff like that. Cause I, I, it was a little hard to understand to begin with. And then now that I see it's kind of decreased. And yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know what that's going to mean for me in, in regards to whether I want to, uh, you know, get into it, but, but those are the three things I would like to do within these next six months. Yeah, I meant to tell you, you know, there, um, <laughs> I came across this story. I think I sent it to you um, because NFTs and crypto and all that stuff had fallen off so much. They like businesses were hiring like vibe managers. What's it called? Is like vibe managers or basically it's people that companies are hiring and I get, I don't know, I guess they're like influencers or maybe, uh, you know, like maybe young, you know, people that are into investing companies are like hiring these people to like keep, keep people's <laughs> morale up about NFTs and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty interesting. And if, if, you, if that's your thing, that would be a kind of a cool job to have. But I, I, I can see, well, actually, I can see both because you constantly got to pump people up and keep them motivated. And yes, NFTs, crypto. And then if it's still crashing, it's just like, yeah. you know what I mean? I feel like that's, I think it's more efficient and effective if it's a seasonal job. <laughs> Okay. No, I'm, no, I'm being serious. And I mean, maybe I'm, I'm thinking of it too small, but uh, I, the reason I said it is because like people are we people get weary and get weary quickly. Right. And so, you know, we can sit here and say all we want, be encouraged by it. This is the best time to buy. But when you go and make an investment and you know how we are, we want immediate, we want immediate gains. Right. If you don't see that, you're more than likely to be like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I don't want to hear you talking about, you know, now that's not the mindset that I have. Right. You know, but I, I think I think the education piece is the most important part. Right. Um, because if people can feel educated about a particular thing, then they can have a little bit more confidence to move forward with things. But okay. I don't know, bro. I, I, I like the idea. I do. I just think it's, 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 it's like, how would that actually end up playing out for the individual who was hired? You know? Right. So. Well, I mean, I think with them, 
these companies are like reaching out to them. It's, you know, I don't know, I don't know if this is a job they created or what, but these, I believe these companies are like reaching out to them. No, they are. Yeah. So for them, it's just, it's just an extra way to make extra money. You know what I'm saying? And then if it don't work and, you know, then I guess, you know, you can terminate the deal, but it ain't like, I doubt that's going to be their only source of income. Yeah. 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 So I just thought it was pretty interesting that it, 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 so much has happened that they kind of <laughs> created this job title. So let me read this one part of it that I think is, is interesting. A 20-year-old NFT investor quit college last year to trade and post online about NFTs full-time. It was soon hired by a startup called Tally Labs to be their director of vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and Bob he, check. And he even said it's obviously a little bit of a maybe intimidating title. Maybe something you would laugh at if you don't really understand it. But right. if I had to get it one word, I would say it's marketing. And it is marketing. Mm-hmm. It is marketing. Listen, I think we've cleared the air on this topic. Let's invest. But most importantly, invest in yourself. Before we leave, we do want to ask you guys to make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's where all of our season one and season two episodes can be found. Make sure that you also check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well for the audio experience. Mm. But then don't forget to check us out on Instagram. Mm. Don't forget to check us out on TikTok. Mm. Be sure to check us out on Facebook. Mm. Lastly, check us out on Twitter. Mm. We appreciate all your support, and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.